movies, all those comics, all the games, all those toys, all the TV, the animation. Just give us, just give us one hour and 45 minutes and we will give you everything. Hello, Marvelites. Hello. This Week in Marvel, episode number 216. This is the official Marvel podcast of all news, new releases, um, Star Wars, title changes. Yeah. Fights, breathing heavily, textbooks, math, science, this and is, reading. This is quite the podcast. Yeah, we really, do everything on here. We've really upgraded since last time. Yeah, I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, joined by... Marvel's Ben Morse. And, uh, Marvel's branded us. Yeah, so some some news for those of you who do not follow us on Twitter. A little bit of breaking news. That should have been your job, Tucker. Yeah. Uh, well, it's first, the breaking news that it's intern Tucker's last episode. I was going to go there first. Thank you so much. Intern Tucker is uh, going to die at the end of yep. this episode. Farm yeah. Far away. This is yeah. Uh, yeah the big cliffhanger for this episode will be will intern Tucker live or die? Yes. Uh, but you've had a, a, a run with us. Um, we'll get to a little bit more about. You've that. had a run with a us. Run. <laughs> He's um, not willing to call it a good run. Well, I, I think He's not it has to be his to a bad run. If it's a good run okay, or a bad that's run. Fair. Um, and we'll talk about that at the end, and uh, we're going to wish Tucker best of luck in his future endeavors, yep. particularly if the one he uh, is hoping for pulls through, because that would be great, yeah. and we really want to see that. The world will see much more yeah. of Tucker. Uh, Tucker Everlasting, <laughs> yeah. almost. I've, hey. I've made that joke many times great. since he's been here. Terrific. Uh, it's because you never leave your cushy office and don't know if oh, yeah, yeah. I, I try the gags were plebeians yeah. and the rest. Uh, so, big news uh, on our end. Huge. First. It's uh, Ben. You are now editorial director. Yes. Woo! Editorial director of uh, Marvel's Digital Media Group. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about it. And Ryan, mm. you are now VP executive editor. Vice president ampersand executive editor. All right. There's an ampersand officially wow. in my title. So it's not the old the Tom Brevoort VP dash executive editor. Right. It's VP and executive editor, which is much more impressive. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's... <laughs> It, it carries more weight, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Two jobs. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, we have uh, big sad news that, uh, unfortunately, we're still going to be doing the podcast. You even got me there. You even got me there. <laughs> I've been telling everyone that the way you <laughs> announced your promotion on Twitter was my absolute favorite. <laughs> Where, like, every 10 minutes you posted something that made it seem like it was just I could not mess with people. Yeah, like, it was great. Uh, I wanted to put you over first. Yes, thank you. And, I much appreciate uh, it. And then, so then I, I put out the tweet that said, you know, it's been a great nine years. Right. And, like, long enough where I had to use an ellipsis yep. at the end. And... Uh, left it out. at that for a while. People like DMing me, yep. getting text messages, uh, like people like, oh my god, oh no, which was great. I yeah. really appreciated that. Uh, but no, like, I'm still I needed here. that. I needed to feel that. Yeah, I need to feel your love and adulation. Yeah, um, it but was, you know, it wasn't coming in fast and heavy enough. No. So. That's what, what happens. So what questions we've gotten uh, include, will you still be doing the podcast? I think we've both gotten that. Have uh, we? I've definitely gotten that. I'm sure I have. I've just, you know, been so busy. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll still be doing the podcast. No I change love, there. I love doing it too much mm-hmm. uh, that right now I can find ways to make sure it happens. The only thing that changes is the intro. 
What is going to change? The, oh, just were you saying executive uh, yeah. editorial director? Yeah, okay. I'll say that now. I don't even think I say my title usually in the intro. Maybe I should. That's I pretty think you fun have to been. say vice president. You yeah. Should. Vice Every president, Agent M. I thought you usually did. I don't it, think it so. Wasn't it Marvel's... Hi, I'm welcome. I'm Ryan Panagos, <laughs> Marvel Executive Editorial Director, a.k.a. G- no, you're right. You don't say it. Not often. I'm trying to figure it no, out. Usually in like video stuff. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll, we'll still be doing the podcast as often as we can. I also loved Ben's tweet about uh, the first meeting between you guys. Yes. Since that made me laugh so hard. It that was, was a macho, the video. macho Oh, man. yeah, yeah. The video oh, I played. Yeah. I was trying to make a GIF of that, and I set it up and had a really great animated gif made from that video uh-huh. where right at the end where they're like the handshake the yeah, final yeah. The handshake actually happens and then I shut my computer down and forgot to save it that's so I have to remember to do that that's, 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 a, that's a good gif it's a good gif yeah. it's Ben and Ryan yeah. <laughs> was, oh god I was unsure what the hell that <laughs> was really, you seemed really uncomfortable Oh, I think like I have a upset. headache. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Micho Man. Yeah, not quite Macho Micho Man. man? Micho Man. It's like the off-brand knockout yeah. no. knockoff. I thought you meant like Mitch Dane, who works over near me. Could be. Mitch Shout out to Mitch Dane. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> One love, Mitch. One love, Mitch. Uh, so yeah, that, so that's it. Are, so that's big, it for this week. Big fun things um, <laughs> covered news, and we're done. We. Uh, Hopefully have more news of new hires mm-hmm. and good stuff coming in 2016. Yeah. So it's a big old year ahead. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, we still have two more episodes this year, though, so right. uh, forget all that. We'll we probably do, say all that. Yeah. We, yeah. This feels like this is the first, this is the last episode until we both end up going on vacation. So yeah. who knows what will happen yeah. from here. The next couple of weeks are going to be a hoot. Yep. Uh, but... We've got a ton of comics to get through. Yeah, and speaking of a hoot, um, <laughs> so we had a little bit of a, a hiccup this a week. A snafu, if, if, if you, you will, will. Um, that we <laughs> we got a bundle of comics, as we do every week, but we got some of the comics for this week, we got some of the comics for next week, and we did not get a lot of the stuff that comes out we this week. We got about 20 to 30% of this week's comics. Yeah. Hopefully 25 percent of next week because we didn't get a lot of comics no we did not no we did not it seemed like a really light week it was one of those weeks i get excited for on the podcast because we can breeze through this section yeah. uh i love reading comics but you know it's, yeah. it's work oh i do want to say one thing mm. uh that I, there's this one guy who says oh, like terrible stuff about us oh uh, mostly about sweetheart. me i think he's like he's he was really upset that we're staying on the podcast oh good uh as like you're lazy or you're something else. Yep. yep. Uh, which is terrific. Terrific. Uh, that guy, I have been, I blocked him. We do it for you, buddy. I blocked him from Agent M and Marvel. Oh Because wow. I have that power. Oh, yeah. Whoa. So deal with that. You want to be a jerk and you want to be mean. We're never going to see you again. That's what you get. Yeah. And he's probably still going to be listening because he's probably got that sadomasochistic vibe, yeah. vibe of torturing people himself. who hate things love to uh yeah. still pay attention so to for all of you wonderful listeners who we do talk to all the time you're the best you're the best that, that other that guy, guy the ha-ha. worst <laughs> the worst but anyways vice president. getting back to it yeah that was the vice president uh that was a vice presidential address yeah that's straight <laughs> up biden <laughs> so biden. anyways is joe biden your second favorite vice president yes yeah first being from dave Oh, okay. You're excluding yourself? Well, yeah, naturally. I mean, all right, so fine. I'm my favorite. Yeah, you should be your favorite. Second You're is, my favorite. is Ben Kingsley and Dave. Mm-hmm. Third, 
Biden, fourth, John Cirilli. Yeah. Yeah. That's sliding down the list. Yeah. Cirilli. So, anyways, we did not have a tactile reading experience for all of these comics, but because we never let you guys down, we went above and beyond. We went and found PDFs. We borrowed make ready copies. We did whatever we had to do. So, we read every comic this week with the caveat that we read them really quickly and we don't have most of them in front of us so some of our summaries may be a little quicker than usual yeah i've got the app in front of me because we moved the podcast to wednesday so i think we're going to do a fair job but you know it's a little bit of a different situation than we yeah. normally some do. people would say we always do a fair job yeah well some people say we're lazy fair to middling job yes but let's kick things off with a comic that i did read and that i do have in my hands and that is all new in humans number dose number two Written by James Asmus and Charles Soule. Art by Stefano Caselli. Colors by Andres Massa. We get to see Crystal and Company's first real diplomatic mission. And I was, I was talking to Crystal Lando of Marketing and PR fame earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And I said, when this comic was pitched, besides the fact that it starred Crystal, uh, the other thing that I thought was just an uphill battle for it was that it's basically a comic about people doing diplomacy is not necessarily as interesting as superheroics but in this issue charles soul genius that he is um found a way to make it interesting with charles with james asmus right no is he in this but yeah yeah sorry sorry i just love charles soul so much as do i i'm going to see um, the star wars with him tomorrow oh you're going to see star wars with uh with chuck yeah chuck soul good old chuck soul so they head to um trying to see what nation this is uh sin kong which is actually an established marvel country uh way back in the early days of the avengers their ruler the commissar was an early enemy of the avengers here we have his son and he welcomes them into his country where they claim there are no inhumans the terrigen mist came it passed by but because their air is so great and the quality of life is so great uh no one turned into an inhuman and inhumans are filthy and we're happy to have you for a dinner and a dance, but then we're, uh, we're getting rid of you. Yeah. Um, they go and they interview some people. They try to figure out what's going on. So you have like the surface mission that's Crystal and um, Flint and some of the other Inhumans are doing. Meanwhile, some of the newer Inhumans, Grid, Naja, uh, the latest Inhuman we got, Panacea, who was just introduced last issue, they're going a little deeper and trying to uncover the truth of what's going on here. Um, we do find out that some people have been horribly transformed, not by the Terrigen Mist, but because of experiments, because they're trying to make super soldiers. Uh, this really upsets Flint, but that's where you get to see Crystal in her diplomacy action. She knows that the best way to help these people is not to get in a big fight, it's to back channel, do all that sort of stuff that you have to do. And um, she eventually calls Medusa and reports what's going on. But, yeah, the the cool thing is that it's a simultaneous superhero adventure book while they're also trying to be diplomatic. They're trying to use all the political stuff, so it's political intrigue as well. Yeah, really fun. Uh, All right, we've got all-new X-Men number two, uh, written by Dennis Hopeless, art by Mark Bagley, inks by Andrew Hennessy. He's usually Drew Hennessy, I think, credited, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's his full name because you're reading it off the... 
Oh, wait, is it the credits I'm reading page? it on the credits page right, of I guess the Marvel he, app. I guess he grew up. Yeah, and <laughs> Nolan Woodard. Uh, so we've got our team, a bunch of their various different places. And they're still trying to like kind of come together, uh, this crew, because you've got young Cyclops who's dealing with the ghosts of Cyclops, this crew of no-good-nick mutants who are uh, using Cyclops's iconography mm-hmm. to in to say that like they have this ideology but they're really just doing crime yeah and they're jerks doing crime doing crime right that that's the legal term Mm -hmm. hey don't do crime kid uh (laughs) you're the kid in this instance even though i pointed over there and (laughs) look at you the empty seat yep uh so you've got cyclops fighting them and the rest of the x-men come involved and and young cyclops is such a teenage boy and he's so like angsty and stuff like that uh, uh, I need to do things on my own. Uh, puts on his leather jacket yeah. and flips the, the, the collar up. And Leave me like, alone, Dad. Yeah. Uh, my name's Doug. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. I know. Good. Um, uh, so you got that. There's a big fight. Uh, there's a little bit of jail time. There's Cyclops uh, sort of speechifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pontificating. Pontificating. Uh, you get to see. I, there's a little bit with uh, Angel and Wolverine, uh, who is Laura aka x23 uh she is uh they're getting involved in like some crazy stuff she gets right into the the middle of this fight and something goes down and angel's like i've got to save you and she's like what the hell are you doing and she's like you're a dummy i'm wolverine step off bub it's really great there's a fun fun scene right there uh pickles the little bamf who is just uh i like that there's this this thought behind how they're getting around so they're using pickles to teleport themselves from place to place in this great little uh, rv system that they've got but pickles needs fuel mm-hmm. he needs to eat in order to perform and what is that fuel pizza yeah that's so great in There's the morning in the evening pizza supper time with pizza on a bagel what can you do tucker you can eat pizza anytime wow 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 product kids of, these days product huh? of the time really um there's, just, there's a ton of great stuff in here. I really love what Dennis and crew are doing and Mark Bagley. I mean, it's just the best. The best. I don't, it's hard to find, like, to no offense to anyone else, but there's hard to for me to think of anyone who draws, like, teenage heroes as as well as Mark. Like, mm-hmm. I just I can't think of it. From Ultimate Spider-Man to New Warriors to this, like, across the board, everything he's done, it's yep. just, ugh, he's a master. It's great stuff. Over to Amazing Spider-Man number 1.1, which also features the Santarians. Santarians. Yeah, thank you for saying that correctly. Or Santarians. I don't know. Oh, so maybe saying it correctly. Uh, This is written by Jose Molina, art by Simone Bianchi, colors by Israel Silva. This is a story about a guy who comes back to life. Um, It's a, a Lazarus story, if you will. Basically, we start in Harlem with a family mourning the death of the father and then he pops out of his grave but it's not a zombie situation he comes back and he's fully healed he's better no one knows what's going on and as in the real world this becomes kind of a media hailstorm suddenly everyone's questioning how did this guy come back is he a threat is he a menace is he the best thing that ever happened are people going to start coming back from from the dead all the time now it gets into some religious issues it touches on some pretty heavy stuff Spider-Man's determined that he's going to get to the bottom of it, uh, both as Peter Parker and as Spider-Man. 
He visits the office of the chief medical examiner. He tries to understand what happened to this guy. She talks about how she literally pulled all his organs out. There's no way he should be up and walking around. We see the guy in his home. Uh, we find out that he had cancer, and you know this this is a second chance for him, second chance to be with his family, second chance to make things right. He doesn't want to become a lab rat. And then Spider-Man goes to investigate more, ends up hanging out with one of the kids um, of the guy who came back, and in the process pissing off the mom, who does not want her talking to strangers, let alone Spider-Man, and also finds out there may be sort of witch doctor involved, who may be the root of all this. And then on the last page, the Santorians arrive, and they're going to mix it up with Spidey in the next issue. Beautiful art by Simone Bianchi. Oh, yeah. uh, he hasn't drawn Spider-Man in a little bit, except on covers and stuff. Cool to see his take on the all-new Spider-Man. Cool to see what he brings to the table, as always. Yeah. All right, up next we've got uh, Darth Vader Annual, number one. Uh, straight up, I saw Star Wars last night. Oh, all right, there it is. Yep. Waiting for it. Best Waiting thing for that ever. It's really good. Uh, so this will be out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, you guys will get a chance to see it as soon as possible. So you can spoil everything. Cause yeah. This is coming out Thursday. You can so just tell the plot do you want to know what the, the opening crawl says? Get out of here. I'm going to leave the office. I'm going to run away. My only <laughs> problem with the whole movie oh was... No, 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 no. no just, it's not, at the end of the opening crawl, there should be three periods for an ellipses mm-hmm. and, and it's four, four periods there's always four I know and it drives me nuts yep and it's, I think about that as well and it just I was like oh, it's so not really a spoiler they they kept it as I tradition um, but it's really good I am seeing by the time many of you are listening to this or have listened to this I will have seen it eight times twice <laughs> uh, and I have plans to see it a third maybe a fourth uh, it's really good so now you already had those plans before you saw it the first time are you excited still to see it that many More times? More so excited. Even yeah. more excited, I think. Nice. Uh, yeah. You're freaking yeah. Tucker out. I know. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's awesome. Because you still have, what, 30 hours to go? I, I have about 30 hours. Yeah. I, I started my hour countdown uh, this morning. Yeah. Um, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I am losing my mind. Do, have you read any of the um, the Journey, Journey to, to the Force Awakens? Like the books and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've read a few. Are there? Look at Tucker just like fidgeting, yeah. like rolling back and you guys. forth. He's so he's like this little ball of energy. You're getting a picture of my mental state. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I haven't read any of the novels. I bought the Greg Rucka wrote yeah, a novel, of course, and um, I bought that that was on sale on Kindle for like two bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'll dive on that. I want to read Chuck Wendig's book, mm. um, but I like having seen the movie. There's now so many things I need mm. to I need to know, and yeah. I don't know if the books answer any of those questions. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious. It's, there's a lot to, un, to. Are you in on Friday? Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, You're done. I'm in on Friday. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. all right, we'll talk. Yeah. 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 All right. For sure. Uh, so that's the Star Wars minute here. Star Woo! Wars movie. It's yeah. coming. Oh, you guys. <laughs> guys, go support this movie. Yeah, it, need, it needs give all it our a, help. Give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it. Throw it a couple ten, twenty bucks, and, yeah. and you know. Support your local independent filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but back to the comics. Star Wars, Darth Vader, Hannual, number one, written by Kieran Gillen, art by Laniel Yu, inks by Jerry Allen Guidon, and colors by Jason Keith. So this is about Darth Vader going to Shu Turan, mm. um, which is just this, you know, this um, planet under the Empire who are, are kind of getting designs to 
uh, breakout. They're, they're maybe they're thinking they're a little too good for the empire, yeah. too good for too uh, big for the empire. Yeah, for control. Uh, they don't want to be that. They have a king, and he's got some kids, and he's you know he's got plans for them. Uh, and Vader's coming to pay them a visit. Uh, so the king, being a sneaky son of a gun, has some plans of his own. Uh, he starts setting some things in motion to try to put an end to Vader. Many have tried. No. Pretty much all have failed. Yeah, I mean, uh, eventually. Well, yeah, spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Um, and so there's uh there's just a, a series of incredible events and just pure Vader beauty as he just tears through all these things and picks apart his resistance and does it in a really great, elegant way, makes his point uh, that he was going to make anyway, which is, I think, like, he was going there with one purpose. Everything sort of happens around him. He still makes his point and does what he needs to do by the end of it, and it's it's just, it's dark, but it's a Vader story. It needs to be dark and, like, scary very cool to get to see lineal you draw vader and the star wars universe oh yeah just like a neat little side treat there totally now here's uh, an interesting one which uh, we'll be honest we haven't read right it's deadpool full disclosure guys yeah. deadpool full deadpool, transparency deadpool uno, which is deadpool 3.1 right uh it's it's all in spanish it's Deadpool 3.1, written by uh, Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan, art by Scott Coblish, colors by Nick Filardi, and it's about Massacre, the Mexican Deadpool. Mm. Um, because in uh, in Spanish, a lot of the Spanish language translations, if not all of them, Deadpool is called Massacre. Oh, I have a collection, a Spanish language Deadpool collection, okay. which it says Massacre on it, and yeah. it's not. I mean, it's it's Deadpool. It's Daniel Way, some of Daniel Way's Deadpool run from a couple years ago, but it's. They call him Massacre. So I think Jerry and probably Jordan or whomever found out about this. And so they took that to the next level. And so there is an actual Massacre who is not our Deadpool. He's, is I, he as a far Merc, as I can tell. Is he a Merc for money or is he operating My Spanish is not as good as I would like yeah. being Latino. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's hard for me to tell. I need to – I really – Hope we translate this back because it looks awesome. Yeah. I will say there's this guy wearing a lucha mask. Oh, he's pretty dope. Yeah. And then uh, – That's like some Day of the Dead stuff right there. Yeah. There's a uh, a leopard who is wearing a little Deadpool vest. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Uh, so I want to know what's going on here. But at the end it says, uh, continuing in the pages of Deadpool, the uh, – and then I, I can't – De la Arabista Casa Editorial in Tranajera. Let me take a look. I, d- I took it in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, um, for it. go for it. Continued in the pages of Deadpool. Yeah, I said that. Of the editorial office. <laughs> yeah, great. No. Uh, so anyway, we will see Massacre, I imagine, in upcoming Deadpool. In so page, this well, we know in the pages of Deadpool. Yes. We got that far. So that would be really cool. Uh, maybe we can ask Jerry what the heck what is really happening in that. What's going on? Uh, but it was really cool. Why are you and doing this to us? If you uh, speak Spanish fluently enough, get Enjoy. up in there. Yeah. yeah, and let us know what happened. Totally. Uh, all right, Illuminati number two is up next. That's by Josh Williamson, art by Sean Crystal, colors by John Rock. And uh, this continues like setting up 
the hood, his crew, what they're really all about. Um, but it's set in this cool, like, most of the story is set in this cool um, villain bar, uh, Club Fenris. Mm. Fenris. Fenris, the wolf. Also, or the twins. The twins. Yeah. The Fenris twins are yeah. up in here. Uh, they're alive. Which probably which, died. Yeah, it shouldn't be, but, times. you know. Yeah. They, they address it right away. Okay, good, yep. good, uh, good. There's, I think, several characters who are dead who are addressed like, oh, I thought you were dead no. up in this, which is great. It's really fun. Ah, you. Yeah. Uh, you get to see Trapster, Paystop P. Nice. Uh, Always a pleasure. Try to get some business done here. Maybe doesn't work great for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, this, like, scientist dude who's working on this big project that the hood is going after Mm. um and some gruesome stuff happens there's a rule in this club and that sort of is the what happens around the hood's crew based on this rule is cool and it's going to lead to what happens in the next issue it's just i like this team yeah Uh, there's a cool dynamic to this team uh black ant i think is like as you see in this issue like unstable and could be a really cool uh just element of chaos i think um and i like it it's it's really good and the hood is just one of those great characters from the last like i guess now 15 years yeah wow Um, it's been a while it's been around a while that i just love seeing yeah absolutely another thing we love seeing is a new issue of kanan number nine is that the right pronunciation talker yeah i always wonder do you watch rebels uh, you know, I don't. I, oh, I thought you liked Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you were a Star Wars fan. <clears throat> uh, no deal. Yeah. I, hey, I, check I, this out. Look <laughs> at the end of this crawl. Four periods. Must really I, hurt. I, I do love that, though. Yeah. That uh, That is, like, literally down to the period. And grammatically. I always correct it to three. I always do, yeah. too, but yeah. maybe I'm, like, crazy. I'm questioning my own... Life. Don't let Star Wars do this to you. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Look what You're it's already get... done to Tucker. Yeah. It's what, when uh, you get engulfed. The point of no return. When the Force awakens in you, mm. everything changes. I I've, I'm in the middle of my my rewatch. Yeah. I, I'm doing one film a night for the six nights leading up to the the movie, and this has this the literal this literally has occurred to me as I've watched the opening crawl to several movies. I'm like, four. Like it makes me itch. Uh, like right? the the writer in me itches when I see four and not three, but I do still really appreciate the fact that they maintain consistency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you still like Star Wars. It almost ruined it. Whoa! Me, but what kind I kinda, of fan are you? I kind of shook it off. Not watching Rebels, <laughs> quitting Star Wars because of an extra period. All right, well, this one is canon number nine. It's written by Greg Weissman, art by Pepe Larraz. We have... Kanan is on his first mission as a Padawan for Master Bilaba, they are dealing with some they're i mean they're rebels they're 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 actually it's it's set in the past so they are still part of the republic they are me and their crew commander gray captain styles sergeant soots my favorite corporal big mouth who talks a lot shocker there big mouth strikes again am i yeah. right <laughs> this is all taking place during the original trilogy because you get a name drop of count dooku um you have a villain named Coburn Seer going against the Republic and trying to shut them down. Now, the concern here is Kanan's really young. Uh, Bilaba is kind of has PTSD, basically, because she went on a mission and it ended really badly, and it actually ended at the hands of this guy. Um, so it, it does not look good for her. It was either this guy or his brother. No. Yes, she. Uh, his, his Colonel Seer's brother was the one who 
took her down. So there's some bonding, there's some fighting, there's some droids, there's some bad stuff happening. There's Kanan getting to prove himself and come into his own as a Jedi. Uh, he does suffer some consequences for that and uh, gets saved by an unlikely savior who then gets stepped up there. Meanwhile, in the present, uh, Kanan is in a healing tank and the Empire is coming crashing down on those rebels. And next issue, we have another big character from the original trilogy coming on in. That guy. Mm. Was he? A, did you watch any of the other cartoons for the Star <clears throat> Wars? I've seen a good bit of uh, Clone Wars. Um, which I really is that the Gendy Tartofsky show or huh? Gendy Tartofsky, eh? the guy who did Samurai Jack. Yeah. Oh. Which one is that? I want to watch that again. That's Clone Wars. I thought so, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I yeah, you know, know nothing. I don't, about Star I don't, Wars. I don't know that really guy. You know what? I don't want to talk to you. the anymore. worst. Uh, <laughs> Marvel Universe <laughs> Avengers Assemble Season Two Number Fourteen. Not even gonna fake it, guys. We do not have a copy of this book. Wait, hold on. Do we have a digital copy? We have a digital. All right. What is uh, the episode uh, that was a, that was adapted? It was. It adapts Avengers Underground, written by Danielle Wolf, directed by Phil Pignotti, and uh, it's adapted by Joe Caramagna. So there and you it, go. You've got Squadron Supreme. Oh, cool. So you've got Nighthawk, Hyperion, Zarda, Speed Demon, the Doctor gang. Spectrum. Uh, pretty cool. True. Yeah. There it is. Um, all right. So on to Marvel's Captain America Civil War Prelude Number 1. Uh, little swerve right there. This really adapts Marvel's Iron Man 3. What? Yes. Did we never adapt Iron Man 3? I guess not. Yeah. So I guess um, this is it. Yeah. So this is written by uh, Will Corona Pilgrims and art by Simon Kludransky, colors yeah. by Guru Effects. Good art. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically, if you are familiar with Iron Man 3, it's, it's a lot Iron of- It's Iron Man 3. Yeah. It's a lot of that from the first, I don't know, quarter, almost half mm, of the movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, so it gets you, it, it does play a, an important part in what we know uh, about- Marvel's Captain America Civil War. Do you enjoy? And also enjoy Mighty Thor number two, written by Jason Aaron, art by Russell Dowderman. Now, this issue is as much about Loki as it is about Thor. Now, as we said at the end of last issue, Loki is kind of back on the bad side, or so we think, as sure as you can ever be with something involving Loki. And he's got some bonding time in this issue with his dad, Laufey. So they go off on a little bit of a vision quest. Um, they... Laufey gives him a task, a task to undertake to prove that he is Frost Giant and not Asgardian. Uh, Loki, of course, has his own unique way of going about that. Meanwhile, Thor has descended or ascended. I'm not sure where the relative location of Alfheim is, but they go, she goes to Alfheim. She wants to stop the war between the Dark Elves and the Light Elves. There is another old school Thor villain who rears her head, who is also part of Malekith's evil dark council of dark horrible evil um <laughs> i like that dark council of dark horrible evil dark evil council of dark horrible evil right right um and she shows up that's going to be a sort of down the line thor fights some dark elves chaos ensues russell dowderman draws it tremendously it's a really good issue yeah uh, all right, we've got. In me. case you guys couldn't tell, I did not have that in front of me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I have. Yeah, I have the iPad. Ryan has the iPad. That's fine. I, I can. Have free, I will freestyle. Yes. Uh, so we were on to Ms. Marvel number two. Um, I'm looking for the credits page because digitally, this is just 
We're all over the place. It's just here. a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, this is written by G. Willow Wilson, art by Takeshi Miyazawa, and art colors by Ian Herring. Uh, beautiful, great. And I like Takeshi throughout this, constantly adding those little bits and pieces that mm-hmm. we loved from the first run that Adrian Alfona did. Like, little things that have no bearing on the story and are not the focus character. But, like, there's this little gerbil or something on uh, Kamala's shoulder throughout. It's, like, moving around and, like, it's making expressions or sleeping and little things that that get me you know Mm -hmm. uh so this is really diving into what's going on in jersey city and kamala is what is going on in jersey you know i wonder to uh, myself often i'll be honest there's a reveal in here a big one about the whole thing that i had no clue about it made me so happy that i was surprised by it nice uh and it was really great there's yeah there's a big reveal about the overall jersey city chaos and what's going on and kamala's knee deep in some dangerous stuff in here she's also dealing with uh uh you know her best friend bruno and he's got this new girlfriend and she's got these feel uh, kamala's got these feelings then her brother's got this girl that uh, he wants to talk to but uh he needs a chaperone like there's really right. funny little All bits and rules. pieces and there's a line between kamala and uh this girl that bruno likes um that bruno's dating no. Oh, that they can't date yet. This is the brother, then. Right. I'm sorry. Not Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. Uh, right. Her brother, uh, Kamala's brother. Like, there's just this really cool line and Kamala's response to it. I'm, I'm being. I, I want to stay away be from spoiling it and yeah. just, you know, be KG just because it's good. It's really fun bit of business, as mm-hmm. Tom would say. Mm. Uh, and I loved it. And then by the end, you're gonna see uh, the last couple pages. You're like, what? Just like that. All right. We're on to Silk, number two. What are you laughing at, Morse? Nothing. You're doing a great job. Yeah, I am. Uh, this is written by Robbie Thompson. Art by Tana Ford. Art uh, Colors by Ian Herring. Uh, this is Breaking Bad. Silk, she's, you know, she's seemingly Breaking Bad yes. to most people. She's working for the Black Cat, but really working uh, undercover with the Black Cat. Uh, doing some bad stuff. She runs across... Uh, like a nest of goblins, essentially, mm. you know, like little kids who are mind messed by the goblin king and, and this whole goblin nation business, which she really wants to take care of, but she's got her undercover gig. So it's really cool to watch her split between working at the fact channel and being a normal human to dealing with her very personal stuff that is tied to the goblin nation because of her brother and all this other stuff to basic working for shield undercover doing stuff for Black Cat, trying to keep her sanity uh, and her soul together. Remember who she is. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good stuff. All the while, she's super funny. Robbie Thompson writes a hell of a like really quirky, fun character mm-hmm. in uh, in Cindy Moon. So I, I love that. Uh, we get J. Jonah Jameson appearance in here. And um, there's, there's a, a, a cool character at the end who you... I don't think we've ever seen him quite like that hmm. in the last page. Yes. All right. What do we got next? I got another You're book. You're getting there. You got Squadron Supreme number one. All right. Written by James Robinson. Art by Leonard Kirk. Yeah. Give me a little assist there. Inks by Paul Neary. I, yeah, I say I don't have that yeah. information. Colors by Frank Martin. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so this, boom, eight months later. What I... This is it, this has a feel of a very like old school classic comic, which I think is great because we don't, we don't have that as much. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like this is who we are is what we're doing this is the this is the story right here right away they lay out who they are like so you've got nighthawk where and like 
the world he was from, which was the Supreme Power world, uh, which was originally a Max series, then just became the Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got Doctor Spectrum, who was uh, a great society. Yep, great society. Thank you, Hyperion, who was from an alternate. Uh, yeah, but he's Avengers. On, he's been on our world for a little while. Now. Yeah, um, yeah. He was from an alternate universe. Came over like two year, two or three years yep, ago. Join the Avengers. Yep. Uh, Jeff Walters, who is Blur. Mm. Do you know? Do you know who this is? DP Seven. Yeah. From the new universe. New universe. Yeah. Uh, and then Power Princess from the original uh, Squadron Supreme. Nice. Uh, so it's cool. We have all them together, and they are pissed off. Who are they pissed off at? Namor. Every, everyone. No, um, like just Namor. Namor. This issue is bonkers. Mm. Uh, it's a knockdown, dragout fight between the Squadron and Namor and the Atlanteans. And I feel, I actually feel terrible for the Atlanteans. Really? For them having Namor as their, like, their king and their leader, who's dragging them into some stuff that they have no, likely no desire to be into. So this is not sexy Namor. No. Uh, this is bad leader Namor. This is some kind of Namor. Some kind of Namor. Yeah. Like that. That's, that'd be a great name for a record. That'd be a great name <laughs> yeah. for a band. Totally. Uh, I, there's a lot that happens in here, mm-hmm. and it sets off like what could be like this big chain of events for the Marvel universe. We, we this is we're gonna see how this unravels. Uh, but the Squadron Supreme is like now, they're public. People know who they are, uh, and they are dividing people. There's this great you know series of pages where we see like civilians talking about them. Then we see uh, other heroes in the Marvel universe talking about them, and that's gonna set off. Likely a big old brouhaha in the coming months. Nice. Uh, and the cover for issue two is ridiculous. Really? Uh, we've got, first off, Alex Ross cover. Issue one. Issue yeah. one. Beautiful Alex Ross cover. It's really cool. All right. Uh, I think one of my last books to talk about. Yeah, you're almost there. You're yep. on the home stretch. Yep. Uh, we'll come back to you briefly after this. Yeah, Starbrand and Nightmask, number one, uh, written by Greg Weissman, which is awesome to see him yeah, you know, absolutely. constantly doing more with us. Uh, art by Domo Stanton, colors by Jordan Boyd. Uh, and uh, so Starbrand and Nightmask characters uh, that were established in the uh, in Avengers and New Avengers, mm-hmm. probably more Avengers, I think. A little bit of Avengers World, too. Avengers World, yep. yeah. So these, these cool, they're a little bit younger. Uh, they are these, like, crazy powerful universal abstract characters. It's hard to fully explain them. Like, one's, like, a defender of Earth or the universe. Yeah. And the other one is, you know... They've they've just got these incredible powers, but they're young dudes. Mm. Like this is them, basically figuring out what to do with their lives. And the plan is, they need to go to school. They need to have a sense of normalcy. So it's cool. They go to ESU, Empire State University, which is one of the only schools yeah. in the Marvel universe. <laughs> there are only two or three schools in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they go to Empire State University. Uh, you can imagine that there are other characters in the Marvel Universe who also go there. Right. Well, if you need to go to college, yeah. you've got very few options. Yeah. So we get an appearance hey. by someone in there. It's really great. Uh, and it's just cool. It's, it's really setting up this new paradigm for them as incredibly powerful heroes, young kids who need some direction, and they go into school. And of course, of course, trouble will find them here as two 
pretty heavy hitter Marvel Universe villains who I say heavy hitter in the the potential Mm -hmm. and the power never one of them kind of got the spotlight but Mm -hmm. uh, having them here could be pretty cool seeing them in in the way they are so it's great Uh, I'm very excited for this all right and elsewhere on the campus of Empire State University we have unbeatable squirrel girl number three taking place it's written by Ryan North art is by erica henderson uh doc shaner does the trading cards i'm seeing that's kind of cool rico renzi's on colors and this continues squirrel girl's time travel adventure except now we have the wrinkle of nancy running into dr doom in the present but it's actually dr doom from the past mm. uh yeah it's it's it goes there um so nancy tries to find a way to convince dr doom to take her back in time to save squirrel girl the wrinkle in all of this is this is Dr. Doom from right after he just got beaten by Squirrel Girl. He traveled to the future to try to get some technology so he could go back and beat Squirrel Girl. Or as he puts it, um, he already defeated Squirrel Girl, but even in victory, he had the magnanimity to allow her to live. Um, so then they go back in time. They find Squirrel Girl. Oh, also, while they're in the present, all these heroes keep trying to come after Dr. Doom, and Nancy has to convince them that it's just a Dr. Doom cosplayer. They're back in time where there is a group that has been organized by Squirrel Girl of other people who have been plucked from the future. For some reason, none of them know each other, even though they're all supposedly in the same computer class. We get an explanation (laughs) of that later. Um, And one of them has created something called the the Individual portable song device or ipod which she is marketing uh, and she has a reason for it squirrel girl's not happy about it there's also a devil squirrel girl and an angel squirrel girl on nancy's shoulder giving her advice dr doom comes back in time uh dr doom upgrades someone's phone he explains time travel to everyone he gets in a fight with squirrel girl he gets in a fight with nancy wikipedia gets involved uh and the story does not end this issue as changes made in the past of course have consequences on the future or the present i love this i don't know how i explained that but i really loved it and i read it really really quickly because i got a copy of it just before we started the show yeah all right uh ultimate end number five the book we thought didn't exist and it exists boy does it howdy uh this is full of two-page spreads and it is written by brian michael bendis Art by the almighty Mark Bagley. Yeah. Who is two Double books, duty this week. Two books this week. Wow. And, all right, I'm going to show who you guys Mark a spread. Bagley? Look at this it's bonkers amazing. spread. Yeah. There are 9,000 characters here. Look at, uh, where is this page? There's this two-page um, sequence that is That used. they repeat a bunch of times. Yeah. They, I know what you're talking about. They repeat and modify a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, what is going it's, on? It's nuts. It is incredible. Uh, Inks I mean, by Scott Hanna and yeah. colors by Justin Ponsor. It's perfect because these are the two guys who kicked off the Ultimate Universe. Yes. And this is, as the thing implies, it's the end of the Ultimate Universe. And they really go all out paying tribute to all the work they and their collaborators did over the years. Yes. So at the end of four, the two sides, the Ultimate Universe, the Marvel Universe characters, were going at each other like, Leap the the ending, which we thought was the the ending mm-hmm. to the series, was them about to fight. It was like, okay, cool. We'll find out how that ends in Secret Wars. Well, no, this no. is them fighting, but not really fighting. They're like the fight starts, but Miles is like, stop, 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 stop. They 
have to stop, and he uh, basically gets his mind read by like eight people. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh no, that doesn't look that's good." That's terrible. He's like, "Please stop reading my mind." Yeah, but I'm really sorry. It's too late. Um, it opens up uh, the floodgates where he, because he is, he remembers everything. He's got this history of of all that should be, and he now he we know that doom is. Basically, having messed with everything. a fraud. A fraud. Yeah. Uh, the a truth is revealed. And it's great to see, like, all the characters react to this. Um, everybody's just dealing with this truth that everything that they think is a lie. To fix everything, they have to go against God, essentially. Mm. Um, so they, they're trying to come to terms with that. The Thors come to town. Luckily, all our heroes get away, but the only one left is Frank Castle, Punisher. So there's this really cool oh, sequence yeah. uh, with him there, which you know I won't spoil. But then the heroes are like, "Okay, let's figure out what we got to do. Let's have this last bit of you know like reflection right. and planning and stuff like that," uh, which is also uh, the setup for um, both Iron or one Iron Man. Is it one Iron Man? Well, it's Spider Man. Miles Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the Iron Men or just Iron just Iron, Iron Man yeah it's just Iron, Iron Man, Man from the Marvel Universe them uh, basically talking to their loved ones yeah and yeah. Uh, Peter Parker as well yeah so Spider-Man Spider-Man and Iron Man right Spider-Man Iron Man yes you got that Tucker got it Sp- taking it all down Spider-Iron Man-Man and Man-Iron yeah. and uh, so them it's like this really cool I like really touching finality to mm-hmm all their stories and like big heartfelt stuff and then everything ends oh man this ending presumably we'll find out all that stuff how they get involved in the last issue of secret wars right and then you open up and it's just this like such a such a huge ending perfect coda for the ultimate oh man man oh man yeah we will say no more uh but Definitely, definitely pick this up if yeah, you are. If you've an ever fan. loved the Ultimate Universe, you need to read this issue. Yes. Obviously. Okay, Uncanny and Humans number three, written by Charles Soule, art by Steve McNiven. It is a battle between the Inhumans and the unlikeliest of enemies, Black Bolt and Medusa's son, Uhura, or Uhura. Um, Uhura. Is it, or is it Uhura? Uhura or? Tucker? Um, so Ahara or Uhura or whatever his name is has gone through the centuries he was taken by Kang or given to Kang for safekeeping what he ended up doing was surpassing Kang becoming a conqueror in his own right learning how to use his pretty formidable powers of being able to project like soul selves and also possess other people all sorts of crazy stuff he faces off against Black Bolt Medusa the Human Torch Beast Iso and Reader they all go and they give it their best shot, but they're fighting basically a time-lost army and they also don't want to hurt this guy because it's Black Bolt and Medusa's kid. Um, some people suffer some pretty heavy injuries. Some stuff happens to them. And uh, Black Bolt has some great scenes in this issue, especially as it involves Johnny Storm. They're still not buddies with the whole Medusa thing. And uh, the resolution by the end of the issue resolves nothing, in fact, and they have to go back to the beginning. Um, but it's still a pretty emotional and weighty issue with beautiful, beautiful art by Steve McNiven. Hot dog. Web Warriors number two, written by Mike Costa, pencils by David Baldion, inks by Scott Hanna and Livesay, and then colors by Jason Keith. This was actually a real treat. Um, so it's called Electroverse. It's called Electroverse Part Two, Charge. 
Um, but what you have is the prime Electro telling his story to the captive Spider-Gwen of how he was the one who discovered uh, through the fact that he over, oversaw Morlin coming through and kill his Spider-Man. So this Electro from another dimension discovered, oh wow, there's a whole dimension of, there's a whole multiverse out there. There's other dimensions I can go to. I can find one without Spider-Man. I can be successful. So he goes to a couple, always finds a Spider-Man, never goes well for him. This is just like classic hard luck, not too bright Electro. Uh, and then finally decides, you know what I should do? I should find... Uh, versions of myself and I can team up with them and I should find smarter versions of myself and more powerful versions of myself that of course doesn't work out for him as once he tells these smarter and more powerful versions of himself that the multiverse exists they kind of bump him down to the point where he's now on guard duty of Spider-Gwen while the rest of the Electros are out fighting the Web Warriors. So you've got uh, Mayday Parker, you've got Spider-Ham, you've got Spider-UK, you've got Spider-Man India, and you've got Spider-Man Noir. They fight an army of Electros. We get to see big Electros, little Electros, Electros made out of electricity, Electros who are not human, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, there's a maneuver that they do, the Web Warriors, called Pig in a Blanket, where Spider-Ham gets webbed up and they basically do their own version of a fastball special. It's really clever, man. Uh, Mike Costa is really smart. David Baldion uh, has fun with the art. It's a really fun book. It may be, even on a week when Squirrel Girl came out, it may be the most fun book I read. Um, and Spider-Gwen has a showdown at the end with the big boss, Electro. Um, and the way that, the what, what happens, how she gets out of captivity from the original Electro is worth it alone because it's pretty funny and pretty sad in a way <laughs> last book of the week weird world number one written by sam humphreys art by mike del mundo this actually picks up where weird world ended during secret wars if you recall the end of secret wars had a plane crashing into weird world in the first scene of this issue that plane crashes we meet becca she's a high school senior who has something important that she has to do that we don't learn about until later in the issue but she has now been derailed from that quest because she has been sucked into real world around along with everyone else on her plane she has a weird artifact that she doesn't understand uh she's been pulled there by a wizard named osgiod naturally and she meets a wizard slayer named uh galeta who immediately dispatches the wizard who may have known what to do morgan lefay is still the ruler of weird world archon does make an appearance but really the beauty of this is two things the art of course, by Mike Del Mundo is insane. He continues his streak of just upping his game and making things more and more bizarre and more and more nuanced. And also the relationship between Galeta, who's this kind of puffed up warrior um, who she's very sure of herself, she hates wizards, and Becca, this unsure, tentative high school girl who is looking for her place in the world. The dynamic between them is great. Sam nails it right off the bat. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun getting to know more about them. And the third main character, Cat Beast, who doesn't show up until the second to last page. But I already worth. love Cat Beast. Cat Beast is worth the wait. That's it. We did it. Hooray. How did we do that? Ben, what's your pick of the week? I'm going to go with Web Warriors. Nice. Web Warriors was a real treat this week. Nice. Um, I am torn between Darth Vader Annual, mm -hmm. number one, because it's terrific, and Squadron Supreme, number one. I'm mm. going to give the nod to Squadron. 
Going with Squadron Supreme. All right. Really, so, really loved it. That's cool, too. All new, all different titles. Get the nod this week. Tucker, yeah. what are you, on your final week, most excited to read if you ever get the chance, which you might not? Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking Ultimate End. Ultimate End. Mm, yeah. Good it pick. pretty awesome. Yeah, it was Very pretty nice. Great. Pretty great. Collections on sale this week. Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, Inferno, War Zones, MODOK, Assassin, Marvel Masterworks, Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 17, Star Wars Legends, Epic Collections, Infinities, which is also our... Say what? Yep. That's our Unlimited Reading Club pick that you'll be covering next week. So for those of you who don't do Twim URC because you don't have unlimited Marvel Unlimited, buy the collection. Yeah. Get the collection and Read right along with, with us. us. Should be a lot of fun. And also Weird World Volume Zero War Zones. So that collects the Secret Wars limited series of Weird World so you can get ready for the Weird World that just came out. Terrific. Uh, digital comics on sale this week include all the books we've talked about as well as Deadpool and Cable Split Second Infinite Comic Number 5 and Marvel Universe Guardians of the Galaxy Infinite Comic Number 4. Also on the Marvel app this week, Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number 11, Captain America Theater of War, Mm, Theater Theater of War America First Number 1, and Theater of War Operation Zero Point Number 1, Moon Knight 26 through 30 from the 2006 run, Patsy Walker Hellcat 1 through 5, is that the um, Catherine Eminen? Yes, uh, that is the David LaFuente. David LaFuente joint. So good. Yep. Go good buy book. that right now. Quirky. Yeah. Uh, Punisher War Journal, 1 through 8 from 1988. Punisher War Zone, 1 through 6 from 2008. Spider Man Noir, Highs Without a Face. Uh. Uh, Star Wars, Agent of the Empire, Hard Targets, 1 through 5. It sounds like an 80s action movie. Yeah, I wanna, straight, <laughs> straight to video. I want to watch an straight 80s. Straight to video. Like straight to yeah VHS 80s Star Wars action movie. There you go. Would be the greatest thing ever. I mean, you can make it happen. You're a VP. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Agent of the Empire, Iron Eclipse, 1 through 5. Star Wars, Blood Ties. <laughs> Star Wars, Dawn of the Jedi, 0. Dawn of the Jedi, Force Storm, 1 through 5. Dawn of the Jedi, Force War, 1 through 5. Dawn of the Jedi, Prisoner of Bogan, or Bogan, 1 what through 5. It? Star Wars, now I love this. Yeah. Star Wars Droids, 1 through 8 from 1986, which I'm super hyped to check out. Okay. Star Wars Droids, 1 through 6 from 1994. Star Wars Droids, 1 through 8 from 1995. Star Wars Droids, the Protocol Offensive number one and Star Wars Droids special from 1995 you can't say we did not give you droids this week <laughs> yeah and you're gonna you're really gonna love some droids now these are the droids you're looking for hey look at this guy huh? <laughs> he uh, did uh, Star Wars Ewoks 1 through 14 uh, from 1985 which I definitely need to read that because mm-hmm. I love Ewoks Star Wars General Grievous 1 through 4 and that's it that's it so the digital collections on sale are Amazing Spider-Man, Marvel Masterworks Volume 17, Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, Captain America, Death of the Red Skull, Captain America, The Bloodstone Hunt, Cloak and Dagger, Child of Darkness, Child of Light, Inferno, War Zones, Modoc Assassin, Star Wars Legends, Epic Collection, Infinity, so it's also on the app. There's really no excuse for you guys not to read this. Thor, Baldur the Brave, Thor, The Reigning, Weird World Volume Zero, War Zones, and X Men First Class Mutant Mayhem. Freshly digitized on Marvel Unlimited, we've got 1602 Witch Hunter Angelo at number one, Armor Wars number one, Black Panther number 22 from 1998, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers number nine, Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps number one, Ghost Racers number one, Inferno number two, Inhumans Adeline Rising number two, 
Canon number three, Marvel Zombies number one, The Secret Wars edition, Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos number one, Runaways number one, again, Secret Wars, Secret Wars 2099 number two, Secret Wars Journal number two, Silk number five, Spider Gwen number five, Silver Surfer number 12, Spider Verse number two, Squadron Sinister number one, Thor's number one, Ultimate End number two, War of Kings Warriors number one through two, edited by me. What? And Weird World number one from Secret Wars. Wow, that is a lot of comics. What a collection of goodies for you guys to yeah, so feast for, on. For anyone who's been reading Secret Wars and who's been like, there's so many books, I can't read them mm-hmm. all. Now they're you hitting can. unlimited. Yeah. So dive in, read the mm, out of them because yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. All right, time for some news. And now from Marvel headquarters, it's this week. We got news. We've got in comics Apocalypse Wars. It's going to be a three tiered event. It's actually, uh, Daniel Ketchum did a good job comparing it to Fall of the Mutants. Remember when Fall of the Mutants had separate Uncanny X Men, New Mutants, and X Factor storylines? This is the same deal, except it's taking place in all new X Men, Extraordinary X Men, and Uncanny X Men. All the stories have something to do with Apocalypse, but you also see characters like Genesis and Archangel take center stage. We had two new sketchbooks this week, one from Chris Anka on Captain Marvel and one from Old Man Logan by Andrea Sorrentino. Over in the world of games, we announced Marvel Avengers Alliance 2, sequel to Marvel Avengers Alliance. Uh, It's going to be 3D. I talked to Bill Roseman a lot about it yesterday in Your Man at Marvel Games, which will be coming out probably next week. Um, But you can get a lot of the details already. I had a nice interview with Justin Woods. This is going to take the existing game, pick up the story, and do all sorts of cool stuff with it with different backgrounds, different characters, different villains, all sorts of stuff. Thor Jane Foster made her debut in Marvel Contest of Champions, and she's already pretty impressive. Meanwhile, Marvel Avengers Academy released some more playable characters. You're going to have Captain America, Hulk, Iron Man, Miss Marvel, and Thor, and that is just the tip of the iceberg. Very cool. Uh, I know that we have some new toys that were announced or toy-type stuff. There are Captain Marvel and Thor statues coming from Diamond Select. You can check out pictures of those on Marvel.com. And I don't know if we talked about it recently, but the Collector's Core boxes, Mm. uh, Collector Core boxes are arriving, the Guardians boxes. uh, I see them around the office, so hopefully you guys are getting yours soon. I haven't gotten mine, Mm. so somebody needs to step on up. Uh, all right, let's kick it over to Mark and Patrick. It's the West Coast, show me the Wolfman. It's the West Coast, show me the Wolfman. It's the West Coast, show me the Wolfman. It's the West Coast, baby. Yeah. Hello there, this week in Marvelites. This is Marvel.com editor Mark Strom, joined by... Marvel.com assistant editor Patrick Cavanaugh. For another thrilling installment of the Strom and the Wolfman show, starring the Wolfman and some other guy. Uh, kicking things off, uh, Kristen Ritter, Marvel's Jessica Jones herself, was nominated uh, in the Best Actress in a TV Drama. Best Actress in a Drama category uh, by the uh, Critics' Choice Awards. So congratulations to Kristen. We celebrated the nomination by uh, uh, re- not, not replaying, reposting, I guess, some video and podcast interviews we've done with her talking about how she took on the role and uh, uh, what it meant to her and all that type of good stuff. I think it was the first posting of the videos. Like, the videos exist on Marvel's YouTube, 
But I don't think we've ever posted them on Marvel.com. I just embed the YouTube. When? Yesterday. Yeah, but so that's why it's the first post. Wait, did you create video entries for those as supposed no. to watch live? Oh, okay. No, are you kidding me? Well, are yeah. you nuts? Hey! Nobody knows what we're talking about. Gonzo, Gonzo! All right, Blake, you might want to edit <laughs> everything we've said thus far. Uh, all right, anyway, congratulations to Kristen Ritter. Uh, it's super quiet out here in Los Angeles. Do you think? Uh, do you think if she wins, they'll call it the Critter's Choice Award because her last name is Ritter? So Critter's Choice Award. Critter. No, you just Critter-ks. put you, just, you got the K in the beginning for the Kristen. You got Ritter, and then you put a C on the end. Critter's Critter's Choice, Choice Award. So it just sounds like you're saying critics, but like a funny guy. Which part was the funny guy? The whole thing. Oh. Okay. Critter's Choice Award. Critter's Choice Award. Ganso, ganso. Um, yeah, like I say, it's been pretty quiet out here. So apart from that, I don't have much else to talk about because all my days are spent prepping stuff for January when uh, Marvel's Agent Carter comes back. Mm, so I'm going to kick you over to Patrick. What you got going on, Patrick? Well, Tell us, Patrick. Not much. Do you go out and howl because like the moon wolf man? it is also slow in all facets of Marvel. Well, probably not in the publishing world. No. Because those things still come but out. Publishing, but come December, man. The film December, man? When, when does he show up? Come, come, does he, who does he battle? Who is December, December man's come, enemy? Come December. Would his enemy come. be like November man come. or January man? Because those are right next door. Or come. would it be like. June man or come. July man because they're so in such opposite. Come, come December, comma man, the film and TV industry kind of slows down. Which is why we can just talk about December man and <laughs> we July will still man. Find a way to drag this on for ten minutes, dear listeners. Patrick, tell us what you've got. Well, I uh, did we talk about Kristen Ritter? being nominated for Critics' Choice Award? No, I don't think we did. You should talk about that. Uh, drama series. No, stop. Okay, we talked about what, what do you... You have actual stuff to talk about. Eh, kind of. You can get Marvel Superhero Adventures Frost Fight! Exclamation point. On iTunes and Google and I think Voodoo. I don't know what Voodoo is, but it's spelled incorrectly because it's V-U-D-U... That doesn't make any sense. But it's a brand new feature-length animated adventure featuring, oh, man, Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. The Avengers are in it. It's Captain Marvel's first animated. Well, Carol first, Danvers' Captain Marvel's first animated appearance. Exactly. So if you want, if you Animaniacs, Animaniacs. if you guys just can't wait to see Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, then make sure you buy uh, buy this Marvel Superhero Adventures colon Frost Fight exclamation on, uh, you know, your it's, digital download of choice. It's also a great gift for if you got kids, young kids. If you got kids, Marvel, if you got if tots, you got nep- if you got tykes, if you, if got, you got tweens. Nah, if you got nephews, you got nieces, and you're like, hey, what, you know, I want to get these kids into Marvel. Marvel uh, superhero, the Frostbite movie. 
is... And, 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 and it's especially cool to watch this holiday season because it's one of the only, like, holiday things that we've done. It's true. Well, I mean, we have special holiday episodes of our animated series sometimes. Kind of, yeah. There was a Hulk one, I remember. There was a... There, yeah, there was the Nightmare Before Chris. No, the Nightmare on Christmas, with the name of it, came out last year around Christmas, around holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa Konica at the time, last year. And Mark Hamill voiced Nightmare. Oh, I wonder what Mark Hamill's doing these days. Probably nothing. I do, saw do him. Think he's, do you think he's got any like movies coming out or any work or anything? I, it was funny because yesterday he tweeted, hey, check out the movie that I am on the poster for, Sushi Girl, available now on VOD. I've seen Sushi Girl. Sushi Girl's good. Tony Todd's in it. You know, Candyman. Yeah. Tony Todd's in it. Uh, the guy who played Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko, he's in it, who was also in Independence Day. Uh, and who else is in it? The kid from Neverending Story 2 is in it, Noah Hathaway. Anyway, it's Mark Hamill in Sushi Girl, out now on VOD. I hear he's also in some other low-budget thing. I don't, don't know what you're... Oh, like voice work. Trek Wars. Yeah, that's what he's in. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about, uh, you know, the trailer that everyone's been talking about? Independence Day Resurgence. Make sure to check it out. Starring Jeff Goldblum. And has no Marvel ties to any Micah Micah Monroe from It Follows. And the guests. Patrick has no nothing to do with nothing to do with anything Marvel. Well smell you later. All right, great. I think that is literally wow, we we managed to talk for eight minutes, seven minutes. Um so, uh, so only three more hours to go with Ben J. Morris and <laughs> at Agent M. Ryan Panagos to talk. I'm going to guess they're talking about wrestling. Or comic books. Wrestling or comic books. Probably more wrestling. Probably wrestling. Anyway, uh, this is uh, – I, I am out all next week. Patrick is in, so next week you Oof. will get a special edition of What Up, Wolfman, followed by the following week, when Patrick is out and I am in, you will get an episode of Strummin' with Strami, which means that this is the last episode of uh, the Strummin' and the Wolfman show you will get until 2017. Luckily. Yeah. Not going to point out that, well, so 2017. No. I, I'm, I checked out a few minutes ago. <laughs> All right. Great. So, with that, I wish you all a splendiferous weekend, a splendiferous er week, a happy holiday season, um, happy New Year's. Well, no, I will be back to wish you a happy New Year's in Strumming with Strami. Anyway, as always, we thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again seven more days, or at least Wolfie will. And in the meantime, I apologize for the wolf band. Questions and comments, questions and comments, questions and comments from you. Okay, time for this week in Marvel questions and comments. One thing I want to say is I would like listeners, whether you normally tweet questions or not, would love to hear from you using the hashtag this week in Marvel. What were your favorite Marvel movies, moments, comics, toys, Everything. whatever it is, your favorite Marvel thing of 2015? That's what I want to talk about on our 
last episode yeah. of the year, which we'll be doing in two weeks. So. Yeah, that'll be super fun. All right, what do we got from you guys? To begin with, we've got at Marvel Tastic saying, "I'm going to buy some back issues. What do you recommend? What if, what if '90s What If <laughs> issues? Buy all of them because most of them aren't collected. Yeah, I would recommend getting Marvel Unlimited because then you have access to all the back issues, except for What If. Except for What If. Then go out and buy What If separately, and you will have truly everything you need. There you go. More from Marvel Tastic now. Ha- oh, tweeted us a picture of the back issue bin. So. Yeah. Let us know how that went. Yeah. Let us know how it went. Um, thank you, Marvel, for a large Christmas list. Clearly, no one can read this. So here is the list. And we have a three receipt list of stuff they went out and bought. Uh, most of the list typed. So on maybe those page. aren't. Re- oh, on the next page. Picked up all new all different Avengers, Uncanny Avengers, all new Wolverine, Scarlet Witch, Contested Champions, Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., Secret Wars 2, Spider-Woman, Star Wars, Gwenpool Special, Star Brand and Nightmask, all new X-Men, Extraordinary X-Men, Ultimates, Uncanny Inhumans, all new Inhumans, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Totally Awesome Hulk, Daredevil, Guardians of Infinity, and Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat. I thank you, Marvel-tastic, because yeah, that is very much. That's a deep list, and that's we appreciate that. What are those three asterisks? Next to Avengers Ooh, and Uncanny Avengers. That's a good what question. What does that mean? Yeah. Write us back. Let us know. Yeah. Alan Wilkinson, Cassius uh, three three five says every time this week in Marvel says Simpsons, I hear Simpsons. <laughs> if Simpsons Simpsons becomes a thing, don't know if my ears will cope. <laughs> Simpsons Simpsons. Well, we probably won't be reporting on them if they do become a thing. No. Maybe we're we right. Will. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I could totally hear the Simpsons and Simpsons. But, uh, yeah. Chadwick, Chadbad, says, pushing through this Friday afternoon with episode 214 of This Week in Marvel. And then he says, has anyone told you guys that 214's sound is super funky? Glad to hear Adrian Cowan, though. Funny you should ask. <laughs> Many people told us that yeah. the sound was super funky. It was because we were doing a Skype call, and we have since adjusted, so things will be better. Well, we haven't we, because we have we, we plan to. We've made plans to adjust in the future next time we have to do a Skype call, which will probably be in two weeks, so you guys can let us know how we did terrific uh chris letson says uh y'all need to get a better stereo mix on the audio i can only use one earphone at work and thus can't listen and i uh replied back to chris to let him know that that was a, a weird fluke um that's so, part of the same problem the yeah so there's there's that we we totally understand uh so we dig it guys we're gonna get on that and that we wouldn't have known about that if it weren't for you guys awesomely letting us know so yeah. thank you Thank you very much. Yeah. Gareth Hatfield, loving the Civil War trailer. Is that out? Did the Civil War trailer <laughs> come think, out? Uh, I don't know. People keep ask, should still keep asking for it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Civil War trailer, I loved it. Yes, Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman was great in film 42, and he'll do great in this. Also, didn't you do a Twim URC of Black Panther by Priest? If so, what episode might it be? I heard it's definitive Black Panther. We did do that. I don't know what episode it is. Is it answered right underneath? Right next to it. Right in my parenthetical. In your parenthetical, RP, a.k.a. Ryan Panagos, says it was in episode 174. So go back to episode 174. And I... the first six issues? Yeah. And I have shared with Benjamin hmm. the document oh. that has all our list of Twim URCs. Oh, very nice. So we can do however you want to make that Crazy mix-em-ups. a thing. Uh, we will make that a living document uh, at some point. Yeah, on the website. So you guys can find it. 
Just explained what the word penultimate meant to someone at work. Felt I needed today. I haven't. It hasn't been said in a while. We said it last week. There was yeah. something. Yeah, we talking. We were talking about Secret Wars Secret number Wars eight. Book. Yeah. So that's the penultimate issue. Ooh, but it's a good. It's a good word. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of things over the last few months have been starting, not as much ending. What with all new, all different. True. So True we haven't had as much use. But don't you worry. We'll get back to uh, penultimate. Yep. Sorry for the confusion. A rush tweet in two weeks between comments will do that. Well, two weeks between the past comment means we have no idea what you're talking about, so you're all forgiven. Uh, twigged. We get an explanation for twigged. Twigged means realized. Perhaps I've just twigged. I've just realized. Just UK dialect stuffs. The more you know. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I just twigged. I can speak in the British accent anytime I want. Is that, oh, can we get Italian Tucker one more time before the end of your tenure? Oh, is he that? here? Is that, oh, is who's that at the door? Tucker? Hello, Italian Tucker. Hello. How are you, boys? Oh, we're doing great. So glad to see you. Uh, but, John, no, it's good to be back here in uh, at the Marvel offices. I've yeah. been gone for a while. Coming to the end of your internship, I understand. It's true. Uh, Tucker is leaving. Thank God. Uh, he, he's been a terrible burden on you. Are here is what I hear. Uh, when I am uh, outside on 42nd Street eating pizza nonstop, <laughs> that's where I live. Um, I ha- I live in the shack made of old pizza boxes, and I just eat scraps that I find on the street. And uh, every now and then, I I see a Marvel uh, employee walk by, and they say something terrible about this intern. How they can't wait till he leaves. And uh, all I can say is congratulations to you both. No, oh, thank well, you thank so you, much. Future plans, Italian Tucker. Uh, just more pizza boxes, yep, yep. more pizza. Why, uh, why fix it if it ain't broke? That's right. Uh, I'm uh, getting ready to, to try this new a new kind of pizza, yeah. uh, which is big for me. I Usually, I don't have a choice. It's usually disgusting scraps that the pigeons won't even eat. Uh, but uh, otherwise, it's much more of the same, uh, much more of uh, kind of vaguely annoying people while right. they're trying to enjoy their podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what we've come to expect <laughs> yes. and love. Yes. Very nice. Well, grazie, grazie. Thank you. Thank you. Italian Tucker. Thank you, Italian Tucker. You will be missed. Grant Gregory says, just finished Iron Fist, The Living Weapon on Marvel Unlimited. So good. Is Danny Rand in any current ongoing titles? He's not in any at the moment, but he will be again when Power Man and Iron Fist debuts next month. Yeah, and I, as we, right before we started listen, uh, recording, I was going through, just looking at Twitter, and um, the uh, artist, Sanford Green, mm. had tweeted out uh, oh, yeah, his yeah, pencils yeah. for the cover of issue number two. They look great. He's so good. I can't. I'm so happy that we've got him on like an ongoing. And David F. Walker mm-hmm. writing love it. Love David Walker. I am ridiculously excited for that yeah. book. Heywood, HWVU says uh, last week's pick was Hail Hydra number four by Rick Remender. His last hurrah makes you wanting more of Ian Rogers. Hashtag thanks, Rick. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Yeah, totally. Uh, Heywood says, uh, well, this is great because he at he yeah, no. mentions me, Stromy the Wolfman. Hashtags. A.D. Cowan, yep. A.D.I., which is not her name. <laughs> also, she is the social media guru, so that, that she did not get added yeah. makes it all the so more So if sweet. you want to mention her, it's at A-D-R-I-C-O-W-A-N. Uh, but he says to us, that segment on the latest This Week in Marvel was a riot. More of this foursome, please. You guys going to get back together at some point? Uh, Will the band not. ride again? Yeah, definitely not. Anytime soon. I don't think there's a plan for all four of us to be in the same place in a very long time. Hmm. 
Uh, he would continue says uh, his next pick was Invincible Iron Man number four. The use of Max Levy was touching, and him using the armor was great. Yep, yeah, that was really the kid was. who won the contest. That yeah. was really cool. Uh, another pick from Haywood. He says uh, Amazing Spider-Man number four. Dan Slott packed so much it's like a roller coaster ride. Yes, totally. Johnny Timpulse, after nearly X amount of months, I have returned. Johnny, we missed you. Yeah. Sorry for no interactions for the last couple of months, guys. Uh, hope you're okay. Hope everything's well. I'm yeah. glad to have you back. Uncanny and Humans might be one of my new favorite books. Kang is such a petty tool. Don't hear him. Don't let him hear you say that. Yeah. yeah. He will put on his thigh-high boots and yep. smack you around a little bit. <sighs> I always forget that he wears thigh highs. I love him and Colossus just... DGAF, rocking those thigh highs like nobody's business. Very nice. Uh, what is an agent of the cosmos? We'd all like to know. Flash Thompson <laughs> would like to know. He re- really wants to know. Uh, keep reading Venom Space Knight for more of an explanation. Loving All New Wolverine. Question, who is Laura referring to when she said, my dad left it to me? That's, of course, her apartment. And she is referring to Wolverine. Wolverine. The original Wolverine. Logan. James Howlett. James Logan Howlett, who uh, she was cloned I for. found that my dad left it to me to be so touching. It was really nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Right now, it sucks to be an X-Man. <laughs> Newsflash, Johnny. It always sucks to be an X-Man. Yeah. Uh, X-Haven being in limbo. You're only asking for trouble. Totally Awesome Hulk was a delightful read, but something bad is going to happen as it's got the word Hulk in the title. Kind of a running theme that yeah. terrible things happen to our characters. Yep. That's comics for you. Issue number two of Vision is pretty sad, but mega creepy. I don't trust Mrs. Vision. See, I don't have those trust concerns with Mrs. Vision. Yeah? Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't distrust her. I would just be leery of her. Yeah. She's, you know, a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah. To say the least. Uh, I was in line to get my phone last night after I saw Star Wars. And, uh, <laughs> Did you see Star Wars last night? I saw Star night? Wars last night. And uh, a journalist friend of mine was in line as well. You know, like the first thing he said, Vision is so good. Tom King is the best. Like, I hadn't seen, uh, his name is Evan. Uh, I hadn't seen him forever. Mm-hmm. And that was like the, the thing he lasered in on. And I love that. That like this weird book yeah. is starting to really click with people. Yeah. And if you guys missed Vision number one for some reason, it's actually going to be reprinted in an upcoming issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Perfect. Perfect opportunity to check it out. More from Johnny Timpulse. Red Wolf number one. Interesting first issue and such a cliffhanger ending. Definitely going to follow this story. Oh, I like this next tweet a lot. Um, I'm with Ben. Great start. I still don't like Crystal. She is one sneaky sis. Um, When we got our promotions last week, Crystal Lando, aforementioned, um, to celebrate or to to uh, you know give me a congratulations gave me a variant cover to All New and Humans number two which just has Crystal on it solo <laughs> amazing showing that he does not know how to congratulate perfect at all that's great how do you deal with a bad guy that has ten fingers on one hand I wouldn't like that even if I was blind like Daredevil ten fingers on each hand very dangerous think of the things you can do with those ten fingers Tucker's thinking about it right now and it's making me sick. <laughs> All new X-Men is off to a good start. I like young Hank so much more than old jerk Hank. Really? I don't, young Hank is so, like, he's a teenager. Yeah. I like, I like older, a little bit more optimistic Hank. Right. Now older, cranky, I keep messing up everything Hank is. Wearing on you a little? A little bit. But that's what he's supposed to be. I kind of like, the reason I like old Hank is because new Hank, or young Hank, is so... I don't want to take any risks. I don't want to screw anything up. He's so plain it's safe that I kind of like the 
wild streak yeah. of well uh, i've screwed up these. everything already might yeah. as well keep screwing might as well it just up. keep screwing things yeah. up why not it's great old man possible future mandarin looks like he should be in hawaii mm, that's totally a, that's an observation uh rick jones hulk is so emo so, we were just talking about him i don't know if he's emo he's just more like yeah i guess he's kind of emo in, in a sense is that before emo that's definitely before emo. yeah, yeah. It was before emo was the thing so it's yeah. whatever emo was in the 60s yeah i guess uh, I feel I really feel sorry for Hercules. I just want to pat him on the shoulder and tell him everything Aww. will be okay. That's really yeah. sweet. Totally. Uh, Penelope Cat says another great Marvel week. Another tough choice for Twim of the Week. Going with Doctor Strange. Good says, choice. Yeah. He says Daredevil, Hulk, Howard the Duck were also great, but I've been waiting too long for a good ongoing Doctor Strange book. So say we all. It's been too mm. long since we had an ongoing Doc Strange book. Uh, Penelope Cat says another great week of comics after that my twim of the week then is Scarlet Witch number one but it faced stiff competition excellent Raphae B says and this week Ben J. Morris is only in my right earphone and Agent M is in my left earphone yes got it thank you Raph we are are taking care of it taking care of business Uh, Ricky Williams says, Yay, Chip Zdarsky, Canadian flag emoji. <laughs> Yay, for my hometown, Toronto. Hashtag Howard the Duck. Hashtag killing it. Nice. Uh, Ricky, if you want more uh, heroes from Toronto, make sure you listen to This Week in Marvel episode with uh, Damian Abraham, mm-hmm. the interview I did with him. He's from Toronto. We talk a little bit. He speaks very Canadian. Uh, and I'm on his podcast called Turned Out a Punk. Oh, cool. Which you can hear me talk to him about similar but different things. Yeah. You can also tune into our uh, last live episode from New York Comic Con where uh, Kyle Edwards was a guest. There you go. He's from Toronto as well. Boom. Uh, Ricky continues. He says, I hate Doctor Doom like Agent M hates Gambit. Ooh. So Secret Wars issue by issue was hard for me to read with Doom being God and all. Well, good for sticking with it, Ricky. Yeah. He says, reading Secret Wars back to back, much better for me because I could watch the story and then progress. New Doom would get his comeuppance. He's uh, kind of in the process of getting it now. Yeah. He hasn't we'll really, I wouldn't say he's really gotten it. No. There's much more coming up to happen. And he's like, and then his sadness is like, <laughs> so sad. what is happening? Cyclops is my favorite mutant and he's hated. Doom is my ultimate hated character and he's God. Wah, wah, wah. And then what Doom does to Cyclops. Oh, man. Secret Wars. That must oh, have been boy. tough. Yeah. And he says, uh, and this one he says, uh, Ricky says, don't like the style in old new Hawkeye. Just not, not saying it's bad, just not personal taste. And that's he had just read it. And that's fair. Yeah. I think you're crazy. Yeah. Ramon uh, Perez is awesome. Ramon Perez is Incredible. What is the Jim Henson uh, book that he did for Boom? Um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't read it. It's, this, it's based off an old Jim Henson screenplay, mm-hmm. and uh, it's gorgeous. It's just so good. Ramon is a master, in my opinion. But that's me. That is you. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Ref Gemlin has opinions. To put the how does XYZ fit into the Marvel Universe after next wave questions to bed... Captain America and the Mighty Avengers explained that Beyond put them through a year of hell set more in a bubble reality than the main Marvel Universe. That's so, how, yeah. That's so how we we'll explained it, right? That. Sure. Yeah. But Ref Gamlin, thank you for putting it into concise words. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Legendary has entered the Ref Gamlin Tomo household thanks to repeated mentions on This Week in Marvel, and then we got a great picture of them playing it. We win. Question, R.E. Ant-Man. Were the Thing rings established in FF, or is this new? I thought it was a suit. That was new in Ant-Man. Oh, uh, thing rings are established, They were not established in, in a cartoon. I know, but I don't think she used them in FF. Or did she? I, how else would she have gotten the suit? 
think she just like put it on like manually. Really? I think this is a new way. Or maybe towards the end like, of the run she got them. I feel like they were established. And it's just been a while since we read it. That's uh, fair. Apologies if we don't know the exact answer. Yeah. But, which we don't. Episode 212 was great, in part because Tucker achieved something we've not heard yet, a relatively accurate mock accent. Ha- oh what are you even saying? Yes. What is happening right now? Yes. There is no... <laughs> it's good that we brought Italian Tucker back for his uh, final appearance, but this I can like, understand you're reeling from this. This is an incursion right now. Like, yeah. reality's crashing <laughs> down. There is no... I. So now, now, yeah. Tucker... Since you have been validated in your Italian accent, That's you right. must go and perform that accent to John Cirilli, oh, who, yeah. who is Italian. And who has been asking for it. Yes. I mean, since I'm leaving anyway, I might as well yeah, just you have to burn lose? all bridges. Yeah. yeah. You won't need us again. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. What, what does Italian Tucker have to say about this comment? Look, I appreciate this so much. It's a, it's a, a, a wonderful to hear uh, such a comment. Uh, if you would like to congratulate me personally, like I said, I will be on 42nd, 42nd Street, Street of between course. 8th and 9th Avenue, digging around in gutters and uh, in uh, garbage uh, just to try and find the delicious, the delicious pizza. There we go. I love the pizza. That's- that's the quote. That's yeah. that's what's really finally needs to hear. we got to really stereotypically the offensive. The I'm essence glad we got of there. Italian talk. Really hit it home. There we go. <laughs> glad this week in Marvel episode two twelve pointed me towards the chat about ISO eight with Al Ewing. Enjoyed its appearance in the Marvel Universe. Good read for all. Yes, I enjoyed having that chat with. Thank Al you, brother. I didn't do anything with that, but I'm saying thank you for reading our stuff. It's you're always looking over. Um, this makes me very happy. Marvel Munchkin. Thanks to this week in Marvel for letting me know it was coming. And then we have a link to something. It's a board game page. Oh, right. So, Munchkin. Yeah, Munchkin. Munchkin. Yeah. The, the book. Mm-hmm. The game. Didn't take long. The game. Uh, didn't take long for the Marvel Legendary expansions to start appearing in the house. Hashtag deck builder. And we see some Marvel Legendary. The stuff. only card games I know how to play are Cards Against Humanity and Exploding Kittens. What about Go Fish? <laughs> what about, solid, what about Solitaire? I can play that. Yeah, yeah, I can play that. There you go. There we go. That's three. Terrific. Poker? You can't play poker? I probably could. I've played it in video games more than I've played it in real life. <laughs> That's all right. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Video poker. No, like as a mini game in a larger video game. Yeah. Uh, Santa Bo Clawmark, that rum, uh, rum racket, says, uh, been so busy reading all the new amazing number ones, so many great titles, Ms. Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, and all new all different Avengers favorites so far. Also read Thor for the first time after your Twim of the Week. Woo! Thank you. Nice. Uh, She says, uh, Santa says it's moving and kick-ass at the same time. We'll keep reading for sure. Uh, Where do you read this week? Hmm. Can't wait to... There's some stuff. Uh, Santa says, uh, lastly, Civil War 2 sounds too good to be true. Looking but it forward, is. Looking forward to it. Long rant, sorry. One, not a long rant. Yeah, Two, not at all. do not apologize. Not you said short. nothing wrong. We appreciate it. Uh, even if you had something ranty, you're just excited, and we're excited that you're yeah. excited. Simon Williams. This is a good one. Yes. Yeah, says, shame that one panel in Total, Totally Awesome Hulk was censored. The human body is nothing to be ashamed of. Hashtag free, free the, bacon. the bacon. Free the bacon is <laughs> a terrific hashtag. hashtag. Simon, you get 100 twin points for yeah. that. Very nice. Yes. Good sentiment. And Simon says, after reading Spider-Gwen number three, I'd like a team-up book with the two Spider-Women. Maybe Jess could get Gwen to babysit for her. Well, good news is we have a Spider-Women event coming up this winter, which will not only invi- involve Spider-Gwen and Spider-Woman, but Silk as well. 
We have announced that already? Yes, we have. All right, good. Yeah, cool. It's out there. Don't Terrific. worry. All right. Tim Keese says, just read Vision 1 and 2 due to your review on the podcast. Only one thing to say at the end of book two. No. Now I have <laughs> yeah. to get book three, which is the plan. Yeah. That's I, I like I, these things to work. I just want to say, for those of you who actually, like, there's a bunch of you who've said, because you've heard about something on the show, mm. you went and got it, that I can't thank you enough. Uh, like, feel, that is good. so huge to us. Uh, it just... I appreciate it. Yeah. And I echo that appreciation. And that's uh, coming from a vice president at Marvel. So. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a that's big the deal. Joe Biden of Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Thank you, Valley Girl Tucker. <laughs> um, okay. More from Tim Keese. Invincible Iron Man number four. Yet again, Twim of the Week. No, of the month. Ooh. Best page. Armor reconfigure for the kid. Cool to see MJ too. I love that people are loving Invincible Iron Man. Uh and uh, that team is going to mm-hmm. be on Civil, Civil War 2. All right, let's race through the rest of these as we're running a little over. Um, another one from Tim Keese. Avengers 2, so different than any Avengers series. More seat of the pants than ever, and they actually seem discombobulated. Yep. Absolutely. And finally, from Hope for Summer, Civil War 2, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Blake Garris style, yes. Uh, oh, hey, uh, Blake Garris just joined us. Blake, what do you have to say? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what a great ending. So, a reminder, uh, Twim URC next week is Star Wars Infinities. I'm going to bring a special guest in to oh, talk wow. about Star Wars Infinities with me because Ben won't be here. I won't be here. So, definitely read that. Qualified guest. Yeah, definitely read that to talk to the special guest. Blake looks confused. It's not you. Yep, it's not Blake. Don't worry. Uh, we're also going to have uh, a special guest with me for the comics reading portion. Mm. Uh, so, we'll have two different guests. Two special guests. Two different special guests for the show. Uh, it's going to be fun. That's our Christmas week episode. And then for the last episode of the year, make sure you use hashtag twim, uh, this week in Marvel. Hashtag This Week in Marvel. Let us know what your favorite Marvel things of 2015 are. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about all that stuff and anything else you want to talk about at the end of the year. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Tucker, thank you for everything. Thank you both. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, Italian Tucker, please take us home. I just want to say it's been a wonderful, it's been a great episode. Uh, Blake Harris, this one goes out to you. Uh, Ben Mars. Uh, Ryan Penagos, uh, please stop by my pizza box hut on 42nd Street between 8th and 9th Avenue. It is right near Port Authority. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, and uh, it's been a, a true joy. Grazie. What I meant by take us home was say the, the, the catchphrase, that the ending line. I'm sorry, I, I'm not a listener to the podcast. Like I said, I live you in the gutter. Here. I live in the gutter. I, I don't have the means to listen to the podcast. I don't know what this take at home means. Tucker might. Tucker probably does. But Italian Tucker, no clue whatsoever. So I'm going to kick it over to my friend Tucker, I guess. Okay, here he is. Bye now. Bye, everyone. Thanks, uh, Italian Tucker. That was great. Uh, this is Marvel, your universe.